everybody. Welcome to the OETA Movie Club podcast. I am the director of the show, Jeff Moreva, and I am here with our host, Mr. Robert Burt. Hey, Jeff. How are you doing? I am doing great. How are you doing? Pretty good. All the folks out there, I hope we're doing good. I hope everybody's listening is doing great. We have a great show today to talk about, and it's a mighty wind, uh, which is one of my favorites. Yeah. I love Christopher Guest, <laughs> Eugene <laughs> Levy, um, Catherine O'Hara. I just finished the, the whole Shit's Creek series, uh, um, yeah. and I, I mean, it's just... I love their stuff. <laughs> oh, I forgot about Sheets Creek. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's a great show. Hilarious. Uh-huh. Pretty much everything that Christopher Guest and Eugene Levy have done together, um, Waiting for Guff right. Run, um, Best in Show, Spinal Tap, um, all that stuff, uh-huh. um, For Your Consideration, uh-huh. all, those, they're all just great movies. Well, and those, you know, like Spinal Tap has uh, Michael McKean and Harry Shearer. Yeah. Right. In the band. As, yeah. Uh, yeah. In the band. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they, they actually went out and uh, uh, had a tour right. in, I think it was 85, and uh, they were playing with this idea even then. Yeah. Uh, the and folks. so they did a folk, they yeah. did, they opened for themselves <laughs> as the folksmen, right? right? But they got booed off the stage <laughs> because the people, you know, we're here to, you know, they were heavy metal Never, rock fans, heavy metal, right? Yeah, exactly. And they didn't recognize... <laughs> that this they were the same guys, right? They didn't recognize them. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the, ori- the the sketch you said all the way back then, eighty five. Actually, in nineteen seventy five, was the original sketch on Saturday Night Live. Uh-huh. The Folksman was originally a sketch performed, but when Christopher Guest and Harry Shearer were cast members, uh-huh. and it was the episode that Michael McKeon was the host, uh-huh. and so they actually—it's a skit that it they did, did on, on Saturday uh-huh. Night Live ten years before they started <laughs> touring with This Is Spinal Tap, and then fifteen that's, years yeah. before this movie. Well, that you know that's how uh, the Blues Brothers started too. It was just a sketch on Saturday yeah. Night Live. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's been several movies that have. Oh from, yeah, well, and sketches, sketches, right, yeah. right. But I was yeah. thinking like musicals. Oh, musical, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's it's a uh, it's a great show. Um, yeah. I want to talk a little bit about the uh, fact that it's it's kind of you, you know it's a public television station. Uh-huh. You know it's it's kind of it's right. kind of playing a little bit at the whole thing. Uh-huh. You got you got the folksmen who are really imitating the Kingston Trio. Uh-huh. You know that's really the parody that they're doing. Or the new Christy Minstrels. Right. You know, these really right. weird names from the 60s, you know. Exactly. And uh, and of course the the new Main Street singers are the parody of the new right. Christy Minstrels and yeah, I mean I didn't just, you know we were doing a thing I didn't know that uh, that Kim Carnes, yeah, uh, Kim you Carnes, know, Kenny Rogers, Davis Eyes, yeah, Kenny Rogers, Barry uh, McGuire, right. Several people were were members of that folk band. Yeah, the new uh, Christy Minstrels. Minstrels. That's right, right. Which has that sort of, you know, late '60s, early '70s sort of, you know, hippie feel to it. Right. Almost, you know, of course, yeah. But I love, I love the fact that it's it's a public television venue that they're basically putting uh-huh. on a pledge. And they're, you know, they're they're voting on pledge. They're having this fun, this concert that they're shooting, shooting, uh-huh. and and you know this this throwback, and, and it's just for someone who's worked in PBS for twenty five <laughs> years and done many a pledge specials. Uh-huh. It was it's pretty funny. Yeah, it's 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 pretty funny. It's especially funny for you. Exactly, it, it really is. <laughs> I um, love seeing the you know the 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 uh, the old footage, you know, the yeah. pseudo old footage that they shoot for this, and it's like um, uh, the the old Pete Seeger. 
right. uh, show that uh, you know had all the folk uh, artists and yeah. Johnny Cash on there and everything. And the 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 folksmen, you know, the mock group in this, you know, yeah. seemed to like they're on that set and right. playing and yeah. yeah, yeah. And you were telling me that they actually recorded with television cameras instead of film cameras, so it would look right. legit. They actually recorded a concert uh-huh. of the Folksman. And, and I think and it's, it's like available a, on the DVD. Yeah. Where they use TV cameras to shoot it and shoot it in the style of like a PBS pledge special. Right. You know, I, I'm not sure that they uh, actually ask for donations. No, they don't in the movie, but uh-huh. but it just it's made to look that way. You right. Know I mean? But yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's... Uh, it's really funny. The uh, I love watching the old like the mocks mockups of the covers and the uh-huh. you know all the artwork and you know it's like completely ripped off of Kingston Trio. Right. The one from uh, Mickey and um, uh, Mitch and Mickey, uh-huh. uh, which is a total knockoff co- trip. You know, kind of nod to the cover of Meet the Beatles because it's Meet Mitch and Mickey, right. and it's kind of you know in that same. <laughs> Same kind of shadow. Yeah, how do they do that though? With just two people instead of four, you know? But uh, double it up. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I just thought, just the just watch for those little Easter eggs, as they call Uh, those little nuggets. It's beautiful stuff. It is. It's just you watch those little details, and you'll laugh as much at those details as you will at the dialogue and the cliches that it plays to too. You know that uh, uh, the. Really, Mitch and, and Mickey are the Beatles, really, because they break up, and then everybody, you know, the whole uh, the whole idea of, you know, are they going to get back together again? Right. You know, will they actually be on the same stage? Yes. And, uh, yep. You know, just the same as uh, for all those years. I mean, you remember as well as I do. I mean, uh, will McCartney and Lennon uh, play play again? Will yeah. they get together again? Oh yeah. There's a great story. We're off subject here. Uh, that um, uh, you know, on Saturday Night Live, um, uh, Lorne Michaels goes on and and uh, does a you know it's a bit uh, where he offers the Beatles uh, basically scale for right. like four musicians. He offers scale for them to come on and and get back together again. And even says you don't really have to pay Ringo. As much, you know, you can you can take more than him or whatever. Well, Lennon and McCartney are sitting in the Dakota at Lennon's uh, apartment and see it. And John Lennon actually tries to get McCartney to do it, right? Right. Well, they and they agree to do it, and they go downstairs uh, outside the Dakota. Couldn't get a cab. (laughs) That's what prevented that from happening. Was they couldn't get a cab in New York City. John Lennon and Paul McCartney could not get a cab in New York City. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. And imagine if it had. I mean, the short drive down to 30 Rockefeller Plaza and then uh I mean all the you know, the buzz and I mean they would have they would have preempted, you know, Don Kirshner's rock concert, right. I'm sure, you know, <laughs> afterwards if they had gotten it. But, right. Yeah. You know. There's actually a great movie that's all about that story um, called Two of Us. Really? Like the song Two of Us. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, it's, I don't, it might have been a made-for-TV movie. It was not a high-budget movie uh-huh. or a well-known movie at all. It was in the 90s. I can't remember huh. mid or... I will have to look this up. I'm sure it's streaming somewhere. Somewhere, yeah. You can find it somewhere. But yeah, yeah it shows them like they just ended up hanging out that day and kind of like kind of making up and kind of you know forgiving for past you know all that uh-huh. stuff and, and putting all that aside and 
and getting to be friends again. And then, yeah, this thing comes on Saturday Night Live. They see it. They joke. They can't get a cab. <laughs> you know. And then, like, basically they're trying to sit there trying to get a cab. And, like, Yoko and Sean Lennon come home. And John's like, oh, I'm going to go be with my family. Uh, and uh, yeah. so, yeah, it doesn't happen. Uh, but, yeah, that's a, it's a really f- – I haven't seen it in years. It it might be a terrible movie. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't seen it in a long time. But I do remember it was called Two of Us. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, it's about that whole thing. But um, speaking of other bands, i got to yeah. talk briefly about – this band because it's the worst band name I've ever <laughs> heard. Which, okay. So in this movie, they talk about the whole idea of a record being sold without a hole. Oh yes. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. So it's a great bit, but it's actually not entirely fictional. Right. Um, in the late 1980s, there was a British punk rock band. So punk rock. So it makes a little sense. Yeah. But they were called gay bikers on acid. Ah. Well, catchy. Yeah, real catchy <laughs> name. Um, yeah, so they, but they, anyway, they released an LP titled Drill Your Own Hole, uh-huh. which was literally left without a hole, and you had to put the hole in it as the buyer. But on the B side, right, there's a little uh, mark. There's a little dot, yeah, uh-huh. so you can, you know where to, <laughs> here's, where to here's, where to, here's where to drill your own hole, <laughs> your own record. By so the band. only record you need power tools to listen right. to, right? Here's a, here's a band that, Probably they probably didn't have to drill many holes. I doubt they sold many <laughs> copies of that record. <laughs> There's like four people in the right. world who have that record. And right. Like, I got my drill out. <laughs> they got it at the mer- every copy was sold at the merch table. That's right. At the small place that <laughs> yeah, they played exactly, at. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many great actors in this. Uh, you know, Ed Begley Jr. Yes. Uh, uh, one of my favorites, Fred Willard. Fred Willard, is, who we lost just a couple yeah, years ago. Yeah, yeah is in yeah, this. He died just a couple years ago. Jane Lynch. Jane Lynch. I love Jane Lynch. Oh, yeah. She's great in this. Um, Bob Balaban. Oh, yeah. I, I think I'm saying his name right. Yeah. Um, who I first learned on Seinfeld. Uh-huh. And, um, but, yeah, I mean, just some great, great. The uh, Parker Posey is hilarious in this. And they all, learned, they all learned to play instruments for right. this. Yeah, she learned to play the mandolin yeah, for this. They could all Parker sing, Posey. and some of them can play other instruments. Uh-huh. But yeah, she learned to play mandolin. Eugene Levy learned to play guitar. Um, yeah, just really. How p- often does that happen? It's like yeah. I'm gonna be in a. Uh, I'm gonna learn how to play the. Yeah. Now, to be fair, the idea did exist for like 20 years. So. Yeah. <laughs> so they had plenty of time to. They learn. had some time to <laughs> practice. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, you know what's funny is, all of the major characters in this film. Uh-huh. Um, are in the film, were in the film, best of show, except for Harry Shearer. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Really, all of them. That's that's what I read. Okay. So it's got to be true. I read it on the internet. Yeah. The, oh, I was thinking. I was thinking <laughs> Spinal Tap. Spinal Tap. Spinal Tap. You know, no, no. You know, quite a bit earlier. But no. Apparently, the cast for Best of Show and the cast for This Mighty Wind is identical with the with the exception of Harry Shearer. Uh-huh. So so John Michael Higgins, right? Which you know, I said just a few minutes and you said, "I don't know who that is." It's it's this guy right here. I'll show you the oh, picture yeah. at uh, Oh, of course. You yes. know, instantly recognizable. Of course, yes. But and he's in all of these. Uh, he's in Best of Show and Mighty Wind and um, you'll you'll recognize him, of course. Uh, I believe he's also in like isn't he in like the newer version of the producers and Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. he's great he's in, in that, that. yeah. Uh-huh. Um but yeah, he's he's a great actor and, and a lot yeah. of great movies. So much fun. Yeah. Um so I also thought it was interesting that apparently 
several folk singers, legit folk singers, like real folk singers, yeah. not mock, mockumentary <laughs> bands. Um, apparently, a lot of them wanted to be in this movie. Right. Arlo Guthrie from right. Oklahoma, um, one of them. Uh, right, but okay, who else would we I don't know? No, you know, that's still alive. That's still alive, right? right. Uh, Peter, Paul, and Mary. Yeah. Or um, yeah, yeah, yeah. who did uh, uh, is, uh, The Seekers? Seekers. Right. Uh, yeah, if I Pete, had a hammer. Seekers gone. Yeah. Uh, who else? And trios. Yeah, like two thirds gone. So this would have been a huge <laughs> boon for their career if, right. if they had talked their way into the film. Yeah. But they, uh, they like you said, they they thought that the satirical value would be lost. Yeah. And and so they declined on yeah. on getting these uh, like casting yeah. them. Right. Yeah, I don't. I don't blame them. I, it would have been kind of taken over. You know, could I want to take? Kind of would have taken over the movie. Yeah. You know, yeah. people would have been like, oh, I, you know, what's the movie about? I don't know, but it's got these bands in it that I like. <laughs> and uh, but again, like you said, there wouldn't have been a huge number of known artists in there. I mean, yeah. There just wouldn't. There just wouldn't have been that many. But uh, but you know, what's funny is like I said, working in PBS for twenty five years and doing many a pledge break. Oh yeah. Um, that's what was going on legitimately in 2003 when this movie was released. I was working here in 2003. Uh-huh. It was all about the reunion concerts. Uh-huh. Now, most of it was doo-wop. It wasn't sure. folk music, doo-wop, which is still 20 years later going strong on or PBS. Or R&B. R&B, yeah. yeah. So it was a lot of, of doo-wop and R&B. And, and then eventually got into folk and like um, we showed uh, the Ed Sullivan uh, music performances for a while. Uh-huh. So it was like that, that era. And um, yeah, it was just it was it was just hilarious. And this is totally the type of thing that that we that yeah, PBS would play. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's just it's a lot of fun. This is a really yeah. fun movie. Um, so yeah, the the cast in this is so good. And, and you know, I, I love that uh, Eugene Levy and Catherine O'Hara just they're husband and wife in so many things. You know? uh-huh. <laughs> and we just talked about Schitt's Creek and everything uh-huh. like that. And, uh, oh, and a thousand sketches on SCTV. Oh, of course, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, hundreds um, of sketches. And um, But I always thought that it, this movie is really funny with the whole tension of, will they kiss? Uh-huh. This song that they have has Spoiler a kiss. Spoiler alert. Has yeah. this kiss. We won't tell you if they kiss or not. <laughs> but they're supposed to. We'll say that. That's the big build-up. That's yeah. the big build-up. But yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty funny. And, and of course, Eugene Levy's character in this is just so spaced out yeah. and just like I don't know just <laughs> it's a different kind of char- character he, yeah. he he brings something different to everything he that he does he does he is so great in so many ways uh, so yeah so you want to hear the six fan you want to hear the six degrees of separation from the movie club to Eugene Levy uh yeah please okay so BJ Wexler uh-huh. our host our original host yeah. for 30 years BJ Wexler his cousin from Buffalo, New York, Eugene Levy. What? I tried to get him to get him on the show like a thousand <gasps> times. I was like, BJ, please just was ask him. Eugene Levy's he goes, cousin? He goes, we're not close. I don't really know him, but we see each other at family reunions. Oh, my God. And I was like, that's awesome. What? Are you like, kidding me? And, and this was, you know, late 90s, early 2000s. Wow. Early, yeah. And so I was like, BJ, please just, yeah. just call him and say, we'll do a phone interview. Yeah. Like, he doesn't even have to come to Oklahoma. <laughs> You know, this this was years ago before really yeah. the whole internet phone thing sure. was going. Zoom, Zoom wasn't around back then. Zuma, Zuma, Zuma. And uh, but 
but yeah, I was like, your cousin's Eugene Levy. I'm a huge Eugene Levy fan. Um, and uh, but no, we never got him on the show. Spoiler. Oh man. Um, but yeah, so yeah, that's that's. Get him here to do this his Floyd the Barber imitation. Yes. Oh, he does a spot on <laughs> Floyd the Barber from uh, uh, the Andy Griffith show. Yeah. Ooh, 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 that's that's good. That's good chicken, Aunt B. <laughs> I don't do it as well as he does. No, he's great. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, I mean, yeah. So I just, I always thought that was a great, like I said, just a few degrees of separation of, you know, BJ Wexler, Eugene Levy, Uh and then, you know, one degree more to all these people. That's not even six degrees. That's like a straight straight shot. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, you know, but yeah, tune in, check this movie out. Um, if you haven't seen it, if you have seen it, watch it again because it's hilarious. Right. And then if you like this movie, go check out some of these other films. Uh, Best in Show. Yeah. Um, Waiting for Guffman. Um, I, I'm a theater kid. We've talked about this in the past. So Waiting for Guffman is, is really, uh, I'm really partial to that one uh-huh. as well. Uh-huh. Um, so, uh, but yeah. Well, that's all Be the sure time we have. That, you know, before, uh, before movie club time next week. That's right. Uh, because we've got, uh, we're starting... A um, a streak, a James Dean yes, uh, streak where we're going, you know, weekend after weekend, several weekends were James Dean films, and uh, the starting with next weekend is Rebel Without a Cause. Yeah, which you know, yeah. Oh yeah, Jim Backus. Uh, yeah. I I really like. Uh, he, he's uh, you know, uh, was it um, Mr. Howell? Yes. From uh, and Mr. Magoo, yes, Mr. Howell Mr. Magoo from yep. Gillian's Island, yep. plays James Dean's father. Yes. And I thought, what odd casting. Yeah. You know, but. Uh, <laughs> but hey, it worked. Yeah. It's a great movie. I mean, Rebel Without a Cause, it's a classic. It's right. A, it's, a, you know, one of the best. I love uh, yeah, Jim Backus in uh, It's a Mad, 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 Mad World. Yeah. Right. Uh, he's the, the rich guy that uh, is the drinker, has the plane, and Mickey Rooney and, uh, I can't remember his name. Buddy Hackett, Buddy Hackett. Uh, are you know try, uh, getting him up there to fly, and then he gets drunk and passes. <laughs> it's like you know, he says, uh, "Oh my God, what if something goes wrong?" He says, "What could go wrong with an old fashioned?" You know. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. All right, man. Well, we are out of time. We are all, right. all out of time. We're so we got to go. Um, reminder to everybody: send in those celebrity photos. Um, oh, I want to give a shout out this week um, to our celebrity photo person. Um, it's Jenny Jarnigan, um, br- who sent in a great picture with Johnny Depp. Oh, yeah. So tune in to see that. Yeah, and, uh, a timely photograph. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll talk about that. But, uh, but he, he, he's a well-known celebrity. <laughs> he's very um, well-known. Yes. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll have all that next week. And, uh, and, again, like I said, Rebel Without a Cause coming up. Mm-hmm. And uh, we will talk to you next time. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. Make sure to like and subscribe to the podcast. You can preview all upcoming OETA Movie Club films at oeta.tv forward slash movie club. And please send your celebrity photos to P.O. Box 14190, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma 73113, or you can email them to us at oeta.tv forward slash movie club. And of course, tune in every Saturday night at 9 and on Fridays at 11. We'll see you on the couch every weekend for a great movie and fresh popcorn.